0: This is Aikido Discussed, your weekly Aikido podcast where we discuss all the great and terrible things about the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, Head Instructor at Aikido Fresno, located in California's Central Valley. And with me today is...
1: Joshua Tihi, Assistant Instructor, Aikido of Fresno.
2: And Maya Solano McDaniel.
1: <laughs> that was very good. Very
2: good. Uh, Thanks. Good <laughs> we did a we did a good job on yeah, that. We,
0: we said our things. What good. are we talking about today?
2: Weapons.
1: Yay. <laughs> you
0: said that very unconfidently. So we're talking about Aikido and weapons today. Um, how weapons. important or unimportant is that, uh, and what that means? So there's a lot of confusion in Aikido world about what we're doing with weapons and why they exist and all kinds of stuff. So hopefully we're going to talk about some of that and clear it up today.
1: And I, I think the first question is. Um, you know, why would Aikido even even have weapons? So kind of clearing up any confusion people might have as to... Um, why are we we- even talking about this? Yeah, why are we even talking about this? You know, other than, you know, maybe some people see some videos sometimes and, you know, Saito has, has some weapons uh, work going on or something like that. Um, why is this even... Something that we important? need to talk about, uh, and, you know, then we can get into more specifics as to why we personally think it, it is. But
0: yeah. So um, it, it's important to understand that Aikido comes from traditional Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, if you know Aikido and you look at traditional Japanese Jujitsu, a lot of it makes sense to you. You see the same kinds of techniques done in traditional Japanese Jiu-Jitsu as you see done in Aikido. And, and traditional Japanese Jiu-Jitsu is not an unarmed system. Traditional Japanese Jiu-Jitsu is close quarters grappling over weapons. That's 90% of what it is. And it's not to say that there aren't some unarmed things in traditional jiu-jitsu, but the vast majority of it is struggle over a weapon. Uh
2: So the jiu-jitsu that we see today is not the same jiu-jitsu as traditional jiu-jitsu. BJJ,
0: BJJ, totally different. Yeah, yeah. Totally different than BJJ. And and those okay. grew up out of traditional Japanese jiu-jitsu, but their purpose early on was to become an unarmed system. So Jigaro Kano, when he started Judo, his idea right off the bat was like, we're gonna take this out of the battlefield and we're gonna make it something to help people grow as humans. We're gonna make it a sport and we're gonna make it about unarmed stuff. That's what we're gonna do. So modern Jiu Jitsu starting with Judo has that focus of unarmed stuff, uh, unarmed grappling. However, traditional jujitsu, the main focus was on armed grappling. So the samurai had their weapons, most of what was going to be done was going to be done with a weapon. One of the things that might threaten my weapon use is if someone goes close quarters with me and we're grappling over my weapon. So how do I clear my weapon and I'm able to use it again on one side? Or if I'm unarmed, how do I take a weapon away from someone else? And this is what traditional Jiu-Jitsu is focused on. And because Aikido comes from traditional Jiu-Jitsu, you have to understand that weapon heritage in order to understand what Aikido is. Otherwise, you have lots of questions like, why do we grab wrists so much? You know, It doesn't make any sense until you start to think about weapons. You know, Why do we not have clinch holds like you see in Judo or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Because if we hold the body and we ignore the arm, that arm's going to stab us with the weapon. So we have to go to arm control first. So understanding Aikido's technical repertoire requires understanding traditional Japanese weapons.
1: And that doesn't. This shouldn't be anything that's too uh, out of the ordinary for people to think about. I mean, a, a lot of what you hear about Aikido, maybe like the the second one down, is like it's samurai stuff. It's the stuff the samurai did. right, or it right, comes absolutely. comes from samurai. Right, or it comes yeah. from, you know, whatever. And you'll hear people talk about, oh, it comes from the sword work or whatever. Right. Um. So then it should make sense. Right. That it is a, a sword based system, and you might want to study those things. Right. Um, To make your Aikido better.
0: I don't know if it's because like, you know, the 1980s was awash with uh, ninjas and samurais running around doing unarmed stuff. But we have this weird idea here in the West that the samurai were out, you know, doing special unarmed techniques. They weren't. They were cutting people down with swords and naginata and yari. And, you know, they were using traditional Japanese weapons to do their work sometimes they found themselves in grappling close quarters situations and they had to to use some kind of grappling methods to clear the weapon or control the weapon that's no different than today's modern soldiers if you look at today's modern soldiers there are systems for close quarters grappling with weapons because that's something that comes up
1: and i think um so the question you know people go well it, it's not an uh it's not a weapon system because uh most of the time it is practiced uh unarmed um we might say that it's, it's not a weapon system because we're not learning to use a, a specific, specific weapon, weapon okay. right? So, uh, you know, the the weapons normally seen in Aikido, uh, uh, Boken or Sword, uh, the Joe or the uh, Short Staff, and a Tonto. This is, uh, yeah, the knife. Uh, we're, we, we are not learning to use sp- specifically those... Uh, weapons in the same way. If I was studying uh, some kenjutsu systems. kenjutsu or, yeah. or, or or that. Um, so, while it is not a weapon system, and then it's not weapon specific, right? Um, how would you describe Aikido in its relationship to weapons? Then, so. It's, it's
0: got a hard-to-understand relationship for most people. If you don't spend a lot of time thinking about martial arts, these, these categories might not be obvious to you at first. But um, you know, if you're studying a weapon – so let's look at modern weapons. This might be a little easier for people to wrap their head around. If I study pistol – Um, When I'm studying pistol, I'm going to learn the important things for pistol. I'm going to learn proper grip for the pistol. I'm going to learn how to squeeze the trigger. I'm going to learn how to load the the pistol. I'm going to learn how to load it in stressful situations. I'm going to learn how to fire from prone and all kinds of different positions. So if I'm learning to use a pistol, I'm going to learn the specific skills of pistol. That's a weapon system, right? I'm learning the pistol weapon. Okay. Uh, And if I learned rifle, that would be a different set of skills. Now, maybe similar in some ways, right? Like targeting might be similar. um, The way I load it in some cases might be similar. Um, But it's a different weapon requiring specifically different weapon skill sets. However, there are some things uh, like close quarters work over a weapon that will be uniform across the board because simply someone's holding something in their hand. When there's a weapon in your hand, most of the stuff, like the vast majority of the material we work on, Will be the same if they're holding a pistol, if they're holding a knife, if they're holding a sword, if they're holding a whip. It doesn't matter what they're holding, but the way we break the grip down to control the weapon will be unified. It will be very similar across the board. And so when you under- when you start understanding Aikido this way, you have to understand Aikido is not a weapon-specific system. It's a weapon-support system. Yeah. It's a, it's a weapon that supports or a system that supports the use of weapons um, or the control when weapons are present.
2: So that's why someone would grab someone's wrist. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it looks really silly and it's like, you know, an MMA match. Oh, you know, uh, no one's going to hold your wrist for very long. And you're right because there's nothing in that hand that's going to cut them severely. However, when you're in the kind of engagement that traditional Japanese soldiers finding them in, if they let go of that weapon hand, it was going to draw a weapon or use the weapon that was already present. So if you don't control their wrist, you don't have any control over them, essentially.
2: So that kind of solves the grab my wrist problem. Yeah. If a friend's like, "Why would I grab your wrist?" Yeah. Well, if I don't, if you don't, I'll stab you. It's <laughs> a real problem. Here's
1: the thing. This is what you do sometimes. You pull out a <laughs> knife and try to don't really try stab. Him. But you know, I, I did this a lot when my friend I first started doing IQ and, and people would say, well, uh, "Why would I grab your wrist?" And I would just pull out my knife and go, "Here," you know. What are you gonna do? Um, and, and quickly, it was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I understand. You know, when
0: you look at it like that, it really makes sense why we have techniques the 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 way we do, why why they work the way they do, Um, because the weapon presence changes the overall way the situation plays out.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think maybe let's talk about a couple things. So maybe let's start with um, weapons in Aikido, and traditionally the the places that you would see weapons and the types of weapons that that we might be looking at and and kind of the historic um process that kind of brought those around because it's not in every aikido system that you see um weapons training
0: yeah it's it's complicated to understand and and i think for a few important reasons one is i personally feel that aikido is a, a an original martial art Um, When I say that, I think people think I'm crazy. But what I'm saying is Aikido is not doing what traditional Japanese Jujitsu did. It's not attempting to do that at all. Um, While that stuff is still in our system and could be used. And, you know, if you study it in the right context, you can get a lot of that use out of it. But what Aikido is attempting to do is keep you free. So you're able to, uh, if you wanted to use a weapon, use a weapon. Um, If they have a weapon that they can't get to you with the weapon, that's what Aikido is trying to do. And so Aikido as a core doesn't really require weapons weapons um, understanding what the techniques are doing requires you to understand that a weapon is present and that's why we're getting into these kind of situations but the aikido itself doesn't require that it's an original idea that has to do with staying out of harm's way right like being able to protect yourself by putting yourself in a superior position where they can't manipulate you so that's what aikido itself is about then a lot of the people who are interested in aikido also studied weapon systems, right? And this includes the founder of the system. Uh, so Osensei was very interested in traditional sword work, naginata, yadi, all these things, right? He was interested in traditional Japanese weapons. Um, so he had that study alongside the Aikido idea that he had, like this original idea. And so it's really hard to separate them because the people who were looking at traditional weapons and the people who were looking at traditional Jiu-Jitsu and the people who were looking at Aikido were all interested in the same arenas of conflict. And so because of this, they, they get intermixed and it's hard to tell one from the other. Um, so yeah, like that, it's hard to see where the Aikido is and is not. And so because of that, um, some teachers don't teach weapons at all some teachers teach a lot of weapons some teachers didn't learn any weapons from O Sensei, So they learned other weapon systems because they thought that was important to stick in there Some teachers uh, came from another weapon system to Aikido and said oh, this is a cool idea that I can tack onto my weapons,
1: right? And so that's what you'll see a lot of times right uh, with schools is um, oh, I do Aikido and right Exactly, else. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe they don't uh, study like the traditional Aikido weapon system we look. We uh, were kind of growing out of the awama system, right? Um, but they might study something else, right? Right. Um, I say
0: Toyama do you, Yaido, and I study Aikido, you know, or I study, you know, whatever style of sword work or spear work, whatever it is you study, plus Aikido on top of that, right? And and you hear that a lot, you know, like so we do do weapons, but our weapons aren't, you know, traditional or they're not Iwama weapons or they're not whatever, but they're this style of weapons because. They're all looking at the same areas of conflict, just different approaches. And you can,
1: and, and the idea would be that you would marry those those two things together at some point. Right.
0: So you know, traditionally said, uh, Aikido has no attack, and that's because Aikido itself is a purely defensive martial art. The Aikido Taijutsu you see is simply. Uh, A system to position yourself into a better and better position while they position themselves into a worse and worse position There is no attack in that. It's just a defensive system If you want to have an attack, you have to attack a weapon system on top of that, right? So the weapon system. So like if you study Iwama Aikiken, for example, um, you're learning how to strike with the bokken you're learning how to um, move with the bokken, how to defend with the bowkin. That's all tacked on top of this idea of, of using movement and, and anti-grappling is what I like to say sometimes that Aikido teaches. So that's something else on top of the Aikido.
2: So you could potentially put like pistol work with Aikido then?
0: 100%. It, it, it's a great marriage, right? It works really well. Um, and if you look at what a lot of people do when they're in a, a pistol confrontation, they stand still and they shoot. Um, Tacking Aikido on top of that will help people begin to start cutting angles how to how to maneuver with multiple opponents and the the pistol on top of that works really well and people people haven't been in any kind of conflict like serious conflict they can't understand why you know if I have a pistol why would I need Something else and it's because that range can get broken down really quickly You can end up in all kinds of situations where you're grappling over the weapon or where they're rushing at you And you have to continuously put yourself in a position to get good shots off, right? Aikido does that Aikido teaches you how to position yourself so you can get in the place to make those good shots
2: That makes sense. I think it, it's Looking at Aikido and looking at the various different at different schools with different things like looking at the various different kinds of weapons in those different schools can make it seem so confusing i think that's probably part of the big confusion about what aikido is is like it's just not seeing it the same across the board and being like okay so is it weapons or is it not you know if right. you were someone that just went on the internet and was trying to figure out what aikido is and looking at all these different schools and their videos and things like that would be very confusing i could imagine to go like okay well is it about weapons or is it not or right. i don't understand and i don't think really too many people are saying that it's that the weapons isn't necessarily the aikido on its own, but that the weapons go really well with the aikido, and right. so that I feel like helps me make sense of the fact that we see weapons so much, but at the same time, it's not or necessarily at least people talk about it. Like even right. if they don't see right.
1: it, you're always hearing people talk right. about. Oh, this comes from the samurai, or you know, right. of these right. love to say that. Yeah. Well, let's. So what? Why are weapons not more prevalent in? Aikido across the board, you know, why is it only some schools are bringing in, you know, a traditional Aikido weapons system and I put Aikido in quotes there And part of this And I think to Chris your point is like there's so much of the language around Aikido and and stuff is is So confusing. Oh, yeah, because we have Aikido as a system and then certain schools have Aikido uh, weapons Right. S- systems which right. are uh distinct in and of themselves from the other stuff
0: right i think that's actually pretty much across the board i think most major styles of aikido that offer weapons the weapons are offered in addition to the aikido um so so there's one of the things one of the reasons why we don't see it more is some teachers just don't come from a lineage that has weapons yeah. so so i mean they don't have them because it's not necessary the aikido itself is not about using weapons it's about keeping yourself safe it's a defensive system keep yourself safe so you could do aikido and never touch a weapon in your life as long as you understood
1: the context of it
0: right and that's what makes it confusing and a lot of people who come from lineages that don't have weapons they don't understand why they're grabbing a wrist but they don't understand why they're controlling in the way they are Mm -hmm. you know, bringing someone down by their arm is much harder than grabbing someone around the core and and, and slamming them down to the ground right that's Mm -hmm. it's much harder to make that come off If you understand there's a weapon present and i have to take you down via your arm or you're going to stab me that starts to make it make more sense so Mm -hmm. not that you can't study aikido without that but it just makes it clearer when you when you're lucky enough to have a weapon system with it
2: so so the next time someone asks me okay well then why don't we see so many schools doing things with weapons it's helping people understand that aikido itself is not about the weapons it's about being safe and we have the assumption that maybe there's another attacker maybe the person has a weapon in right. their hand and so we're right. it's all these different what ifs that we're dealing with and it's it just comes down to the I want to be safe and I want to, you know, continue to move to a place where I can, you know, be safe in a way.
0: Right. There are situations for your own safety that might require that you have to use a weapon. You have to have more power involved in the situation, right? Or you're not gonna come through it. Um, And it's easy to put that on top of Aikido, but Aikido itself is not looking at that. And and a lot of times I'll say, you know, studying that too much starts to take you away from the idea of Aikido, because Aikido is not about dominating anyone, right? Aikido is about being safe myself. As long as you can't dominate me, that's great. I'm achieving Aikido with you. That's what I want. I want. I want that to happen. However, some situations might require me to make more force, and in that situation, we need to tack a weapon system on top of the Aikido. So the Aikido is what's defending me, and the weapon's what's doing the attack for me.
1: You you had mentioned this, and I think it's, it is uh, correct talking about how some Aikido pr- uh, practitioners like um, they don't really feel comfortable. And you were saying this. Uh, you came to this realization. Uh, kind of recently where um they don't feel comfortable about their knowledge of weapons or their understanding of weapons and so a lot of times they don't want to talk about it or they don't right. want to put themselves out in in a situation to say like yes i know uh how to use a joe or right. i know because they feel there's there's something in there that that they they don't feel comfortable enough in their own knowledge or their mastery of or whatever however you want to say it that um Keeps them from kind of pushing that out in the forefront. So a lot of times they, yeah, we do weapons, but we're just I don't gonna... really talk about it. because yeah. We're nervous and we can't really answer questions about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So especially with Japanese sword, there are a lot of people with chips on their shoulders. Um, the Japanese sword, to people who study it, is a very personal thing. And to Japanese culture, the sword's a very personal thing. And it's kind of like this powerful, iconic thing that you don't want to mess up. You want to get it right. And so uh, there's a lot of uh, bravado and a lot of crap that comes with the use of the sword that makes people feel inferior you know like oh you know my weapons work isn't good enough and because aikido isn't a weapon system we're not specifically studying the weapon we feel uncomfortable at a high level talking about it Mm -hmm. um and so like you know for me like i realized not too long ago like you know like I'm a weapon guy, you know, like I fought uh, in historical European martial arts, I fought with swords, I fought with sticks, I fought full contact with the Dog Brothers, I've done a lot of weapons work, Um, and Aikido weapon work is very valid, I can take uh, Iwama weapon work for example, I can go through it and I can point to you where it's also the same in European martial arts, also the same in other historic Japanese martial arts, Um, it's valid stuff, it's just. Because most people studying Aikido are not specifically into the weapon itself they get they they feel like oh They don't know very much and a lot of other people who are kind of middling in weapons who study a weapon specificism and they middle, they like to point out like all the flaws right. like, oh you know, oh, 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 right, right. this little, it's thing's, wrong little stupid, thing's wrong with that little thing's wrong. You know? Um and because, you know, swords are something that like until recently, people weren't doing a lot of sword fighting, right? right so, you right. know, uh there's kendo, but kendo's kind of a different animal. It wasn't until, you know, the HEMA people started really getting into doing live steel well not live steel, but steel work. Um, that we could like start to see like, oh no, these are more legitimate techniques than we thought they were. Or like, oh, maybe these aren't what we really thought they were. Um, and so now there, there is a, a bigger venue to start to look at as opposed to like someone, you know, my teacher just said it's this way. You know, traditional sword is very dogmatic. My teacher said it's this way and that's the only way it is. And anyone who says different, they're wrong. Um, no, there are lots of ways to approach anything just like now, you know, you might have one, uh, combat pistol instructor who has different ideas than another combat pistol instructor. Both of those guys, both have like deployed and done stuff with their pistol or they're both cops and have been in situations and they both know how to do what they're doing. They're just prescribing different things for different reasons. And so all these differences aren't necessarily right or wrong. They're just situational. And so now I think we finally started to kind of be able to open up, to break down um, some of those, right. And go like, oh yeah, that's dogmatic. And it, maybe it's good here,
1: but not here, you know? And I think the other thing that we have to contend with is is the fact that we live in um, polite society, let's say. And for the most part, um, people aren't walking around with their guns out or a sword or, uh, you -hmm. know, something that they're going to attack you with. And so, you know, if I go to the grocery store, I don't necessarily have to worry about being attacked uh, with a weapon of any sort. Right. for the most part, I'm not going to care if I'm just a normal dude, right? Right. Uh, and, and at the same time, then we see the rise in popularity of things like MMA, boxing, kicking, because no – like sword work or, or knife work or whatever, that's not really important because uh, when is that really going to come up in normal life? Because And you know, truthfully, if people were really looking at it, they would realize more – the only time it's ever going to come up is in the situ- the exact situation when Where you, you need, need it. That's right. Mm-hmm. But that being said, um, yeah, no
0: that's... one's going to attack you with a sword. You know, right. like right. I mean, I bet there's maybe right. five sword attacks in a year. Right. You know what I mean? Like oh, throughout the world. Yeah. You know, like this just don't doesn't happen anymore. So that seems impractical to study that. Um, yeah, and I'm
2: sure somebody looking at aikido and going like, well, "What's the point of swinging around those wooden swords?" You know, like I can see people not understanding like the practicality of swinging the wooden swords, and it's like, okay, right, nobody has a, you know, a sword wooden or otherwise, but they're probably going to be swinging at you, but what's cool about Aikido is it's not about the wooden sword. It's about how how to move with the weapons, regardless of what it is, and hopefully understanding that um, a lot of weapons are the same, Right, right, right. the similarities rather than the differences. Yeah,
1: that's, I I think, the 100% truth of it is when you really start looking at this stuff, uh... The, from the Aikido perspective, you quickly begin to see it is all the same stuff. Right. You know, uh, it's the same stuff you're going to see in the historical European stuff. It's the same stuff you would use if you were using uh, a pistol. Right. Sort of thing. So let's talk about then like, why it might be important or why uh, someone who practices Aikido might want to pick up a Boken or a Joe or a Tonto uh, and do some some training that way.
2: I think uh, one of the biggest things for me is just like whenever I train weapons, I feel like it focuses my attention so much more um, because I've got this big old weapon in my hand. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> and um, you're required to pay more attention.
2: Right. It it requires me, you know. I mean, you know, the weight of it and the size and the you know, especially like with a bokken or something, it's like there's an edge on it. I mean, it's you know, it's wooden, but it's like there's. We're you can hit yourself in the head,
0: head with it, and it's it's yeah. a bad
2: day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I feel like it. You're forced to pay attention to all the little pieces of your Aikido, all the the timing and the distance and the um, how you're holding your body. Yeah. So you know,
1: if we break down the the, the parts of an Aiki interaction, Koki, Masubi, Awase, Zanshin, they're all there. Yeah, uh, in in, in weapons training, weapon. especially if you're training weapons with a partner, I mean, it, it, yeah. they they have to be, um, and they're they're very clear in a way that I think do, might not come off in, in taijutsu. You know, someone grabs your hand mm-hmm. and who knows, a million different things. But someone's swinging a stick at you. You have to have yourself under control. Otherwise, you're going to get hit. Uh, you have to be connected to them. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to tell what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Your movement has to be uh, precise, and in, the right precise area. and in the right area. And then afterwards, you have to be continue to be in that moment because if you're not, the moment you turn off um, or put your attention somewhere else. It's the, your friend next to you ends up hitting you in the head right. because they're not paying attention, right. you know? So if you're going down that list, it's there the whole time. So you can spend an entire class, let's say if you're studying, um, really honing in on those things without even maybe knowing it. I think a
0: lot of people study Aikido for the focus and discipline of Aikido. That's mm-hmm. very present, and like you know, that's that's also useful in lots of ways other than seven ninjas attacking you on the street. You know, like mm-hmm. you go into the office and you need to be focused, right? And you need to be able to pay attention and be disciplined to get get there and and get ready. Um, so, weapons is that magnified? Mm-hmm. It requires more focus and attention from you. Um, and so, if that's what you're looking for out of Aikido, you want to add weapons to it. it it's going to be great for you.
1: And then I think the body uh body mechanics type of thing also is very important because Mm -hmm. when you have a something in your hand it's a piece of wood and it's uh generally inflexible it does what it wants to do not what you want it to do necessarily uh you are forced to use your body correctly in your movement with the weapon and for me personally i think everything that i did in aikido Took a gigantic jump, gigantic move forward when I really started doing weapons all the time. Right. And just hanging out in my backyard, swinging the stick, moving with the stick. Um, everything got cleaner and crisper. Yep. My angles got better. Yep. Um,
0: makes your body upper body mechanics up. way better. Keeps your hands in front of your center. Makes your foot work better. Mm-hmm. Makes you precise and sharper. Makes you move cleaner. Everything about weapons work will make your body move more efficiently.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get that out of uh, Taijutsu. I just think it's a little more difficult cuz again it's not as clear right what's happening you know a lot of and 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 a lot of the movements that we see in in the taijutsu are based 100% on the weapons movement. right that's right so we wouldn't be
0: moving that way if there wasn't a weapon press. weapon it, you know right right um, and yeah. I, know, I know you're a big fan of saying this, Josh, and I think it's spot on. It's like, you know, Aikido is a martial art that has to be done with someone or something. You can't do Aikido by yourself because it's the interaction between the two things that are making the Aiki. So if you don't have a training partner, a, a human partner, then having a weapon provides that training partner. No, you can have yeah, yeah. Right, Aiki right, right. with yeah. the weapon. Um, and so, you know, like if you don't... If you have a weapons practice and you're by yourself, you still have a training partner, right? You know, and that sounds kind of corny, but it's really true. Right, because
1: that piece of wood moves in a certain way. Uh, It falls at a certain rate in in space. It takes up a certain amount of space. And you have to learn to put yourself, fit yourself with what it wants to do. Right. Otherwise, it's going to feel crappy. Right. Um, And you'll fix that over time even if you're – not thinking about it you know if you just put in the time to move how does it move how does it feel good you'll get there um you have to you
0: have to learn how to work with the force of the weapon and how to redirect the force of the weapon which is Aikido stuff you know that's what we do in aikido so um so that's that's super key and if you don't have a training partner learning weapons will enable you to train when you don't have one no
1: that's a really good point and i hadn't thought about you know because there are a lot of people that like oh well i'm never going to be able to to do this stuff because I don't, I don't have anyone if I don't come to class, you know, but yeah, if you can learn that six count Kata with the Joe, or you can learn your, um, Boka you can do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think too, uh, jumping off of that, the, the, just getting comfortable with a weapon in your hand, whatever it is, just feeling comfortable moving around with something, something else, um, I think is really beneficial, um, because, what if, what if, you know, what yeah. if you picked up something, maybe you're not really personally interested in doing like, you know, Iaido or Kendo or something like where you want to learn how to use a weapon, uh, specifically, but like maybe it's good to, to supplement your Aikido practice because you never know when you might need to pick something up to defend yourself and knowing how to, how to, you know, swing something, how to, uh, maybe get something out of someone's hand, like maybe that could save your life
0: if Man. you're if you're <laughs> studying aikido for practical self defense if that's what you you know like oh i do aikido because i want to be able to defend myself if you're not training with weapons, you're doing yourself the biggest disservice you can possibly do. So, and I'd say this to people all the time I'm teaching self-defense, I'm teaching Aikido. If someone breaks into my house, they're in my living room, I'm not gonna go box and wrestle them. Right, I'm just, yeah. that's stupid. And
1: everyone knows that.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, and if, if you're smart, you have good weapons you've already trained with at hand, but even if you don't, you're gonna grab a golf club or a, a vase or right. something that you're gonna smash someone with. So training to handle weapons will help you in that situation. If you're talking about real self-defense, which is something you can't walk away from, right? So, you know, uh, you know, a scuffle with your neighbor over who gets to mow their lawn whenever or whatever, that's something you can walk away from and go, Bill, we'll argue about this another time. Maybe we'll go to court or whatever, right? I guess Bill's my neighbor I don't like. But, um, you know, we can postpone. We don't have to have a fight. But, like, someone's like, no, I'm going to murder you and your family right now. That's something I can't walk away from. That's not about boxing and wrestling, right. right? I'm using weapons. And if they've come to do something serious like that, they've probably brought weapons with them, and I need to be able to handle that kind of situation. So if you're studying for self-defense, quit telling yourself that boxing and wrestling is what self-defense. Using weapons are self-defense.
2: Right, and anything around you could be a weapon. That's right. And I feel like um, – I mean, the, the my thing, the understanding the distancing is huge because it's like you might need to pick up something and immediately just kind of judge the distance of it, you know? And right. I feel like that's just part of, um, you know, doing the weapon stuff is like, oh, when I'm here, when I take this angle, my Joe doesn't quite hit yes. them. You know, when I, when I take a sharper angle, oh, it, it hits. Right. So that's interesting. Like, how close do I need to be? How far? You know, if I'm using the stool that I'm sitting on right now to, you know, fend somebody off, how far away do I need to be from them in order to hit them with it or to defend myself or whatever it is. So. If you,
0: you look at the classic three Aikido weapons, and there's many ways that these are super useful, but um, one is a longish weapon, the Joe, one's a middle-length weapon, the Bokin, and one's a short weapon, the Tanto, right? So like they give you three good lengths of weapon that might come up. Um, and so like by using all three of those, you learn how to judge that kind of distance, right? So um, those weapons are really good choices. Um, two of them are blades. One of them's purely a bludgeoning weapon. Um, two of them are one hand, uh, or sorry, two of them are, are two, two hands. Hand one hand. of them is one hand. Um, so understanding that, like you know, they're a good little mix of weapons that teach you a lot about the general ideas of weapon
1: handling. Yeah. Uh, so if someone was wanting to get started with this, and maybe they're at a school that doesn't teach weapons, um, where's a good place? Where's a good place to start? Where can you look and, and just kind of like Or what should you do? Should you, you know, buy a Joe and go and swing it around your backyard even if you maybe don't necessarily know what the proper techniques and quote are? Failing um, all
0: else, go buy a Joe, get YouTube videos and watch them and start Practicing by yourself, like learn the katas and forms, and start working on that yourself. Um, you really need to look for. So, so look. It just depends on how deep you want to get into it. And when I say, because what I was going to say right now is, you really need to find an instructor who's who's been there with them and can help you talk you through. You maybe don't need that, right? For me, I needed that because uh, I wanted to be able to fight with weapons. I wanted to be able to defend myself with the weapons. I wanted to be able to use them in serious situations. So I had to seek out teachers who knew how to use them, who had used them, and not just people who have studied a dogmatic heritage, a long line of ideas. That's cool, and there's there's a place for that like classical kind of study, but you need people who beat each other up right, with weapons. You need
1: a HEMA, HEMA right, right. Or, you know, Srima, yeah. or you know,
0: like so. There's lots of options out there. So, um, I would look towards those. Um, to me, Hema people are really cool right now because. Um, They're, they're very open about what's going on. You know, they're studying classical stuff, but they don't know how it works. So they're just trying and they have a really great attitude about it. And most of them be willing to play with you, you know, and if you're like, I want to play with some Japanese stuff more than likely, they're going to be like, yeah, cool. Play with Japanese stuff, whatever you want to do. So, um, that, that is a route that maybe I would, I would go, um, you know, jumping right in and sparring hardcore with weapons is a bit intimidating. And it's also inherently risky, so think about it before you, you go doing that. But there are opportunities. If you look, you'll find stick fighting groups um, and HEMA groups and people who want to spar with weapons. But, you know, bit, barring all else, if you do Aikido, period, I think you should own a Joe and a Boken. And I think you should be working with them on whatever level that means. You know, maybe your level is just I want to just swing them around myself. I don't even care about studying anyone else. The next level up is like looking at YouTube videos and trying to perform katas and sabuti, uh, practice swinging in forms. Um the next step, level up from that, is to go to a place where they'll allow you to go weapon on weapon a little in forms and see that. And the next level up from that is starting to spar. So you need to decide what you want out of it, um, but but you should be involved with weapons a little bit. I think it's
1: important. Awesome. Well, that's it. I think we did it. We handled it. You got it all, all of up. it. Yeah, There's no awesome. questions anyone could possibly yeah, have about yet. anything that we talked about. <laughs> but if about. they do have them, they could ask in the comment section below. They can ask in the comment section below. They can follow us on Twitter, um,
2: Instagram. Instagram,
1: Facebook, um, and you know, pop in some quick questions, and we can maybe answer them for you. Um, they should, definitely anyone listening to this, should be subscribed so that you can get the podcast every week when it comes out, as soon as it comes out. If you are not, do that now. Leave a comment if you can. We've gotten a few, I think, yeah. Have we gotten any like comments, any reviews, that kind of stuff? Yes. I know we, we've been having a lot of people share, which we really appreciate. So yeah, thanks that is, to thank anyone who has been passing this along to their friends and stuff. That's really great and yeah. it helps us do what we need. I would also say um, we have a Patreon page for people who would like to maybe hear this um, more often if they or they would like to – uh, hear this in a way that's uh, slightly more archived, so they can go back and listen to all of our—we we are archived—but have them archived and nicely in one place that you can get to quickly. Um, and then, if you'd like to hear maybe a little better production values, uh, so we're—I try- <laughs> don't know—I think PBS is going to snatch you up right now right? After this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, NPR, so I—I oh, yeah. know how these things go. Anyway. We're going to – that Patreon money is just going to go straight to doing those those things. So making sure that we – That
0: Patreon money, you should just look at it as, as lazy money. So look, what I'm saying <laughs> is if you want to stay right where you are, super comfortable, and you want to hear as many episodes as you want to hear, that's what the Patreon's for. If you don't mind going to another website and looking a little bit for stuff, you can find the other episodes. They're available on iqtostudent.com for free. It's all for free. So that's just like if you're like, man, I, w- I need a, a more – a cool lifestyle where I'm cushier. <laughs> um, then subscribe to the and Patreon also, page, or if your ears are bleeding and you're like, "God, I wish they'd yeah. buy a new microphone," that's what it's for.
1: I, I, and I also think that you know, if if, if you think the discussions that we're having uh, are worthwhile to you, you know, we're all we're doing this for fun. Um, Cause so because we, like yeah. we like it, and they, and we do it anyway. Yeah. Um, so it would either be us like sitting at Denny's doing this, or sitting around yeah. the table yeah. here. So shout out to Denny's. Uh, yeah, if they want to give us work.
0: yeah, we'll take a, we'll take a sponsorship from Denny's. I will tell. I this love podcast. Denny's, by the way, and Locked I'll tell. I'll five. talk about it all day. If you give us money, Denny's, I mean, really, a lunch a, a week would be, right. be the best no, thing that's ever. 100%.
1: Yep. I'm gonna Sponsored tag. I'm gonna tag Denny's in this uh, good. next do podcast. let do it. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah, let's we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see if we get Denny's. Shout out at the end of the episode. Anyway, um,
2: really quickly, um, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podtail, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. So,
1: Stitcher. Uh, and also, if there's some place that we're not that you would like us to be, let us know and we can maybe try to get get there. So, right. if you're listening to yeah. us on some weird platform only you know about. Um, let us know. We'll, we'll see what we can do.
0: Another thing I'd like to say real quick is, um, you know, we're playing with formats and, and what we're talking about. So, so you know, we're just trying to kind of find our own group. So if you like maybe more conversational episodes, you know, so we've had episodes where maybe we're just conversing more and laughing more and telling more jokes. Um, let us know. That's what you want to hear. Or you want to hear more informationally stuff. You know, it's so like this to me was more informationally where it's like, you know, like, hey, how does Aikido work with weapons? Blah, blah, blah. If you want to hear more of that stuff, let us know. Like, Talk to us about what you're interested in, and and we'd be happy to do that, right? Yeah. So. Well,
2: we definitely would love yeah, to hear suggestions.
1: It's, it's for Otherwise, it's just us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and who yeah. Knows what, who we'll just knows do what like we're it. gonna keep doing. <laughs> right. um,
2: otherwise, if there's something that you have questions about, or that like a, a topic that you like to hear us talk about, please do let us know because there we, we would love we like to talk about yeah. things. So <laughs> <laughs> just let us know, and we'll just keep talking. Yeah. Right. Just keep running the microphone. All right.
0: Speaking of which, we're at 37 minutes. Awesome. All right. So, (laughs) thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Take care.